once forged in the fires of PR and journalism, Curtis Dewar and Corey Westbrook united to create C-Squared. Now on our podcast, we interview musicians and other industry professionals to give you an inside look on how to take your music to the next level. Hello, everyone. You are listening to the C Squared podcast with Corey and Curtis. We are back again today with Bradley Zordrager, industry pro, multifaceted, job title way too freaking long for me to even describe it. He does marketing, band management, journalism, a little bit of everything. Um, But one of the things that he does best, and we're going to talk about it today, is networking and how to do it without being a douche. So... (laughs) First, I just want to say thank you for coming onto the podcast again with us today. Second time we've had you back. And so we're, we're thrilled that you're here and that you can stand us enough to come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No worries. Thank you for having me. I, I want to start, I want to start off everything if I can, Corey. You no. okay? Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So Bradley, as the very first thing, can you kind of uh, define for us what you would consider to be non douchebaggy networking uh i mean i just generally i mean i did um a friend in school for i think music business stuff i can't fully remember who it was um but they interviewed me about networking and somehow didn't fail the project uh because i basically the whole time just said i don't network i just make friends um and if we work together, awesome. If we don't, well, we have another friend, so that's cool too. Um, so I guess that would be it. I don't really think in terms of of networking. I think uh, the closer you get to premeditated, the closer you are to doing something dickish, I guess. Agreed. Yep, agreed. So can you kind of go over, that's a good point. So premeditated but at the same time sometimes you do have to meet people right so can you kind of go over the difference between in your mind before we get into anything else what would be premeditated dick move versus make the friends and connections that you need type of thing uh i think uh, i guess it kind of comes down to how you act after or if it doesn't work out, if you start being a dickhead, you know, if they say no for whatever you're looking for and you start, you stop like talking to them or like ignoring them. And I mean, like actively, I don't mean like we're all busy and you know, you don't talk all the time, but like, I mean, like you unfollow them on shit and you know, whatever. I think that that is where it becomes shitty because it's like you wanted what you wanted and you can't get it and now you're throwing a temper tantrum. I get it. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's where it's shitty. I definitely think that people should just, yeah, I, I, I think there's no reason to not just hit up people and, and, and ask them what you're after. And I've, I've had a lot of really cool things come my way with the bands that I've been working with recently just because of that like for example uh, I reached out to the satanic temple because I work with this band called of sulfur and they're super anti-religious 
And I was like, can we do something together? And we're going to be the first band that they're interviewing on their streaming services uh, on the one show, Trigoidia, uh, that it will be the first band. And so I just reached out and thought it would be cool and, and asked. And then I think it comes down to a mutual appreciation is what makes stuff go well. So like, we're excited for the opportunity. Um, the host is really excited to start interviewing bands instead of just, you know, playing music and mm-hmm. stuff, which is, I guess, what the show has been before. Uh, kind of mm-hmm. like a, like an MTV kind of uh, play music videos and talk kind of thing. Nice. And, nice. Uh, you know, if you have a mutual respect, then you'll, you'll both try to, both parties will try to do right by the other. So, you know, we're trying to promote it as, as in the best way possible, you know, so uh, there isn't a way on, the satanic temple tv for example to like subscribe for notifications so we made a post about a week and a half out and people might forget about it in that week and a half so instead we made a facebook event so that people who follow there can get reminded of it and we can post updates and stuff because we want people to come you know not just you know it doesn't it's more i think we want our people to come so that they get our viewers and then we hope that they have some viewers who come and watch us like that's the goal of all of this right is is sharing that so we're trying to do it in the way that's most effective and i decided that the way that was most effective was to make an event so that we can remind people rather than hoping that the you know because then we can they'll get notifications rather than if we don't do that we're just hoping that the algorithm catches them in a week and a half or whatever totally Uh, i'm trying to think of what else um oh there's something else that we're working on another band that i work with is working on but i can't think of it um oh and then this is turning into a monkey or he has a question i have a question (laughs) okay on just 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 out of curiosity just 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 to clarify something so just just to kind of sum up your point, just to make sure I fully understand it, you're saying when you network, it has to be mutually beneficial versus just once. No, I mean, I guess it doesn't have to be like in the moment, um, yeah. but you know, it should always be, there should always be that potential and that willingness. I think that's more mutual beneficial mutual beneficiality is great uh not always fully applicable at the time and uh you know there's always going to be like an imbalance where one person is able to do more for the other person but i think it's just about you know wanting to do the best so if you know if you're networking for the sake of um you know in the case of you know, PR trying to get press for a band or something, you do your best to promote that. And that doesn't mean posting every article because unfortunately that would kill your algorithm, which would mean that you can't, you know, really do anything for any publication moving forward. So, you know, with Brand of Sacrifice, I, you know, when we were getting a bunch of stuff, I got them to make some graphics that included quotes from the articles because then it's not going to nuke our algorithm, but we're able to draw attention to the publications and show that we appreciate them 
in a way that just spamming links just wouldn't. I mean, you can retweet on Twitter. That's you know the easy way to spam yep. links, but yeah. Cool. Corey, you want to go next? Um, well, actually, you kind of stole my question, like you always tend to do. God damn it, Curtis. <laughs> um, so I guess it kind of you kind of touched on one of the points that um, I run into actually quite frequently, considering I'm still a you know a baby in the industry, is that there's always that kind of imbalance when I'm networking. And I don't know. So where would you say it crosses the line into like using somebody versus actually having a mutually beneficial relationship when you really can't pay that person back. Like there's one person that I go to with tons of questions and I literally have nothing that I can offer <laughs> because he's so many miles ahead of me in, in the you know metal career that he has built. Um, and I, so would you say it's more of like a, you're in, keeping your intentions in check or being aware of how much you're asking or the yeah. willingness to continue to help even if you can't? Keep, yeah. Does it keep all your, come down to that? Keep your intentions in check. Let them know that you're wi like willing, I think. Just be like, if I can ever do anything for you. Um, and, you know, chances are these people are a lot of the time doing stuff out of the goodness of their heart. So they don't really expect anything back. But I think being reminded of that is, mm -hmm. um, you know, nice. So, you know, when I, I was in school for advertising, copywriting for a semester before I stopped because metal's cooler. And cooler, yeah. I, um, I was doing Zoom calls with a bunch of people in the industry. Um, you know, learn more about the industry. And yeah, they were all about, you know, my professors were like, you got to network, you got to network. And that's kind of what that was. Um, which I guess is probably the purest example of networking I've ever done and that it was stated as networking. And I suppose it really was. Uh, I mean, everybody was super cool. And some of them, you know, we had stuff in, in common. Uh, so, you know, like the one guy that I did a call with, we talked a bunch and he was vegan. So we talked about that and we shared restaurant recommendations afterwards and stuff. Um, so, you know, having something to connect on is, is, is also <laughs> cool. And, you know, in metal, that can be just that you like metal, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. So what the hell am I talking about? Uh, <laughs> I have that problem a lot. <laughs> um, what, what the hell? I don't remember what I was talking about. What, what, what was the question? It was, it was about, it was oh, about yeah, power and balance, right? Yeah, the dealing with the power imbalance yeah. Oh, yeah so with a lot of these people i would ask them because you know in a normal world i would potentially meet up with them and go out for coffee to talk but we were doing zooms uh so i would ask if they want if they would like like a gift card for you know <laughs> you know a coffee shop or they you know the one there was one in particular where i knew it was going to be a bit of a lengthier thing like I uh, can't remember if it was a lengthier thing or if the guy was slightly more senior, um, you know, or didn't have a connection to my school. Like some of the people we talked to were alumni from my, from my school. So there was like a little bit of, they had people do this. So there was like, you know, they, they would return that. And so there was a lot of factors, but I, for whatever reason, this one felt slightly larger. So I asked, you know, if they wanted you know, I could Uber eats them some food and I could Uber eats myself food and we could, you know, 
talk over over lunch or whatever and that you know they always said they always said no they always said no i tried everybody but, always um, says no yeah. yeah they always said no but i think you know just offering it is important because then they're seen as as valued mm-hmm. well you know? well also i mean me and Corey, even if they say no we still give it to them anyways half the time just because we're just like bam take it anyways um so like if we don't have their address we just tend to like paypal people stuff if they won't let us do stuff we're just like here take (laughs) take the money and go get your own food (laughs) make people totally fucking uh go like we're we're a little weird but yeah (laughs) um but bradley so okay so now that's like trying to network trying to like talk to people that you're trying to meet for a professional purpose so what about like with net just networking in general with other industry people like for example us like we network with you but we don't really have anything to give you you don't really have a lot to give us other than maybe some coverage sometime but you know what I mean but we don't really ask you you don't really ask us for much so can you kind of go over that type of networking as well if you know what I mean uh, I mean, I guess I just never considered it networking. I was just like, I don't know. I like to talk, man. So you guys want me to come on here and talk? I'll come on here and talk. Um, I, don't well, know. I think it goes back to what you said at the beginning is that you're not really networking. You're just making friends. And yeah. that's kind of how I approach it too. I talk to pretty much anybody who wants to talk to me. I'll, I'll talk to you as long as you're not like creepy or gross or something. I mean, yeah. except for Curtis, he's both creepy and gross, but whatever. Ooh. Oh, I'm gonna get myself fired but no <laughs> but at the end of the day it's like if you're able to do something cool if you're not cool I mean let's just like with me and Greg all we ever really do is shoot each other links back and forth of bands to check out and that's like our life and it's that's kind of how I try to approach it with everybody too is making friends versus how can I use this person to my advantage? Because that always is just like, why? Why live like that? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the other thing too, though, is like, if you, I know I know that mostly people that if you make friends with them, you can also ask them later if you need help with something, just be like, hey, you willing to help on this? And then if they say no, whatever. But as a general rule, I mean, I, I think what you're talking about, Bradley, of just making friends makes more sense than going like, how can I use this person to further something in the future right um so okay so now how do i want to put this so what would you consider to be some ways that are douchebaggy that you personally experience where people try to network with you um not not respecting somebody's boundaries i guess um so i mean i ask well, I used to ask, it's no longer a thing anymore, but, um, my Facebook personal bio, whatever that is right under the photo used to say, like, if you want to send me your band, email me, don't, uh, send it to me here. Um, and that's, you know, when people would not respect that, I thought Mm -hmm. that that was annoying. That's less of an issue now because my Facebook is in general, more locked down than it used to be i used to have a bajillion people on there and it kind of got to the point where i was no longer seeing posts from people i knew in real life 
And I was like, look, it's not that I don't want to talk to people that I don't know. It's just that I want to keep up with my real life friends. Uh, so I kind of started a new one and kind of, you know, called the herd. So that's less of an, I, that's less of a problem now um, because my Facebook is, is, is private like a lot more. And cause I got other social networks. If you want to talk to me, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, you know, but yeah. so that was one thing is just like not respecting somebody's um, boundaries of they, how they want to be uh, communicated. And, you know, in general, you know, in general, that means a lot of time it's like, we're, we're doing, we're, we're sending emails and yeah. I've had publicists before uh, call me. And I don't mind that if it's friendly and if it's, uh, you know, it like pressing, pre pressing mm -hmm. and pressing. It has to be, you know, relevant. Don't call me yep. because you want me to write about an EDM thing. I'd be like, what, what? Um, but I, yeah, I don't I, like, cause I get it, you know, like I've been in a position before where it's like, oh, I thought I had something going on and then it fell apart at the last minute. And Yep. You know, I can't, I can't specifically think of, you know, like a premiere or something that I was doing for one of my bands and it fell apart at last minute, but I'm sure it's happened. And then, you know, if, if, if I called somebody and they were like, yeah, like I can whip something up last minute for you, like I would appreciate that. So that's totally fine. Um, it's just about using your brain. Uh, my friend Vanessa, she's posted a bunch about, you know, people who send her a, a DM on Twitter, email her and text her all at the same time. Oh my God. I get that a lot from one PR in particular, what? and it, it like what? Mm. what? What they do? What they, they like contact you in multiple ways, and like I don't think all at the same time. And if it's like a repeat thing, that's a thing. I have contacted people before where I, you know, I I've, I've messaged people on Facebook, and then I realized shortly after, I'm like, oh yeah, they don't really use Facebook, and I have their number. I can just text them. And, you know, yeah. I think it's about that. And it's, if it's, it's a repeat thing, then it's just like, maybe you're doing this to be annoying. And, but, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's not to say never say never. Um, and, and, and I mean, that comes down to like, even the, you know, the thing where I was like, don't send me your band on, on Facebook. I mean, if somebody did, but they like sent a thoughtful message, like, you know, like, I think you'll like this. Cause I saw this thing that you wrote and this and this like I'm more likely to you know check it out but a lot of people just you know fire you a link and there's don't even say like they, they don't even say check out my band like it's just yeah. like a link and you're just like hey. here's my YouTube link yeah, yeah. like I hate that um oh. I actually had one band it was really cool um they were listening to the podcast they sent me a message um like introducing to their band on Facebook where it, it was a really respectful message, just, you know, short, sweet link to their YouTube. And then about five minutes later, after they had finished listening to the podcast, where I said, don't message me on Facebook, they sent me another message apologizing. Oh, nice. And I'm like, and, and they got coverage because they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that you don't like this. So um, I'll make sure to not do this ever again. And it's like, it was actually really cool. Yeah, it's amazing. So, uh, now, just to clarify, just for just for anybody's listening, I don't think Bradley means like don't follow up by a different format if you don't get a response. You're just saying don't do it all at once, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like I think I've, 
you know, you know I've had people that, I, you know, if, if they haven't responded to email in uh, a couple times and we've talked on email before, I'm like, maybe my stuff is going to spam or whatever. Um, <laughs> so there are, you know, definitely, but yeah, don't bomb them a bunch of stuff just because you need a response right now or what, yeah. because you, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you didn't no. plan ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I just wanted to clarify that because like all of us, do that every like I like I did that to you this morning I sent you the email for this but I wanted to make sure you saw it because it was at your explained email so I dm'd you by Facebook just to make sure that you saw it so I, I personally I think something like that's valid but I just wanted to clarify that you weren't going like Curtis don't fucking do this to me ever again uh, no, you're fine no I have one PR in particular who will send me an email and then about yeah. 30 seconds later will send me a Twitter DM saying hey I just sent you an email and then about 30 seconds after that, we'll send me a Facebook message saying, hey, I just sent you a message on email and Twitter. Uh, just want to make sure you see it. And it's like, dude, I need more than 30 seconds. <laughs> and like, like I said, like with like with calling, if it's really mm -hmm. like an emergency and stuff, I get that. And there are exceptions to all rules. So if somebody did, <laughs> you know, send me an email and then send me a Twitter message and then send me a Facebook message and they were like, dude, I really need this premiere up within like the next 45 minutes. Like, I don't really care if there's even a write up on it, just post the link in two sentences. Like, is there any way you can do it? If not, I got need to move on to the other person. That's fine. You know what I mean? But um, mm -hmm. yeah, I just think in general. Yeah. Um, okay. So moving right along with the, with the networking here. So, um, okay. So have you ever experienced where or sorry, let me let me re rephrase how I was going to say this. Have you ever experienced it where the person, like, let's say you thought you had a good relationship with them, um, you guys get along, you, you made friends, but then it's just like they totally ghost you after after you get they get the premiere or the write up or whatever from you, and what happens as a result? I don't know. Can't think of anything. I, I mean. I they did that i just wouldn't be nice to them in the future i'd just be like all right bye you know like you don't want to be cool um i've had that happen to me um I, with one person in particular that i can think of right now that I, I won't name names but yeah she always hit me up for premieres and coverage and stuff like that and it's you know i was happy to help her out because she seemed like a nice person um, but then when it came time, like, hey, can I ask you some industry related questions? Because I'm trying to learn more and you've been in the industry for a minute. So maybe she's like, yeah, email me. And that was in December. And I've never heard from her since. Wow. That's yep. fucking great. Oh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure it's happened. I just can't think of anything right now, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the, uh, well, no, wait, I have heard from her since, but it was an email that started with, I miss you so much. Hey, I have this thing for you to premiere. Right. And it's like, really? <laughs> so there is a prime example of scummy networking that you don't want to do, people. Don't do that. That's just mean. <laughs> uh, okay. So, but at the same time, so just to clarify also on networking, I think we got about 10 minutes left. Yes, we do. Okay. So that mm -hmm. time. So um, just to clarify on one thing, though, is that it's you don't always have to stay in touch with people after no. you do something. Clarify that, because like, for example, um, I've I work with many 
uh, journalists and stuff, I don't always routinely stay in communication with them after because it's just a purely professional relationship. Um, so Bradley, I'm going to put you on the spot. When is the time? Uh, how do you determine who to stay in touch with and who not to? Is, do you have a predetermined way or you, it's just a pure friendship thing? Uh, yeah, I, I don't really think about it. You know, I, I think a lot of friendships um a lot of friendship comes should come naturally uh, yeah. i mean you know i think you know with you know some of your closer friends it, it becomes more of a uh deliberate effort um you know with a significant other for example like people are like oh love should be easy it's like no it's hard like you know but mm -hmm. in general it's like I, I just don't think about it if they post if you know it's like oh they post something that I find interesting I'll respond or you mm -hmm. know I haven't talked to them in a while I'll say what's up and then but then there are people who it's like we purely message each other almost exclusively when one of the uh, one party you know has a question for somebody yeah. and that's fine you know it's not but it's just about I mean in that case it's like a back and forth or you know and there's like a clear established respect and it's 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 also weirder in uh you know pandemic times you know where you know there are people that you know in the past i would see at shows regularly and so i could go i could go a whole year without messaging them on facebook but it never felt like it because i would see them every two months at a different mm -hmm. show mm -hmm. yep. But yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. I just, I, 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 resp I message people when it's relevant and, um, you know, just, you know, if I, if I see something that I'm, I think is interesting, cool. Like if I want to congratulate somebody on something, cool. If I have a question, cool. If they have a question for me, cool. Like it's, yeah, I don't really put too much thought about it, but yeah, you don't have to keep in touch with everybody. I mean, and sometimes yeah. I, I feel guilty when I <laughs> message somebody and I'm like, oh my God, the last time I talked to them was when I asked them for this, but <laughs> But you know, I think we're it's all, okay we're to have those busy. relationships. We're all busy, you know. Everybody's busy. If they if they wanted to talk to me, they can message me. I'm 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 there, and I'm not gonna ignore anybody willingly. That being said, I definitely ignore people uh, not on purpose sometimes when I open a message and I forget to respond. Yep, yeah. I do that one too. And I, I, I start, I'm very open with people to you know message like. Just, fucking bug me you know like if I didn't respond bug me I'm not doing it maliciously just ask me again it's fine um yeah. again use your common sense you know if you bug me 30 seconds later uh, and it's not an emergency I might be like shut the fuck up but yeah I yeah I don't know yep. uh Corey, I'm gonna let you take over I'm gonna I'm gonna say something silly so just go ahead oh no say your silly thing I want to know what it is now no. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna rephrase the question though. So Corey, can you give some examples of the time when you have experienced that thing where the person has been like uh, ignoring you and that type of thing? Well, the biggest example is the one that I just gave, where okay. I I literally just asked somebody for some like to answer some questions about things, and I mm -hmm. followed up, and the only time she spoke to me after that was, hey. Can I get this premiere? By the way, I totally miss you. I know I owe you that email from four months ago, but it's, and it's like, she even acknowledged that she was ignoring me in the email. And it's like, I know what you're doing. Um, <clears throat> but I mean, that happens a lot in, in the industry where people tend to ignore other people. But again, we're all busy. 
So I understand I'm not going to be able to get a response from everybody. And sometimes the no response is the response, which is what I say often. If you're habitually not getting a response, then that is your response. Mm -hmm. Um, And honest, then I just find like a new way or a new person to, to talk to Like, honestly, if somebody doesn't want to talk to me, that's fine. I don't care. Just whatever. I'll go find some, this industry is huge. I'll go find somebody else to talk to. (laughs) What, what I, what I think is the worst thing when people are trying to quote unquote network or get in touch, um, is when the person starts giving you the, like laying on the butter. Oh God. Yeah. When it's just like just slathering butter all over everything that's what that's you know buttering me up and it's i can see through it when people are trying to do that and i don't like it um it's very transparent so i mean i'm sure you get this a lot don't you brad where people are just trying to suck up to you (laughs) yeah i mean it helps when you don't really think anything like that of yourself you know when people are like oh you're so cool I'm like nah dude I just happen to have a platform to talk about music on like my opinion is no more valid than anybody else's so that definitely helps I'm sure you know there are people who it totally works on because they think they're the shit Um, oh you're so cool Corey no dude I hit myself in the face with a car door I am (laughs) not cool like yeah (laughs) there's there's nothing cool about me (laughs) So, so Brad, can you, can you, okay, so can you kind of go over, uh, we got about eight minutes left, but can you go over in less than eight minutes, some ways that people should not approach you, like the fake ways or what you perceive to be? Uh, I, I think, I think being specific is helpful. Uh, I've emailed people in the past when I was you know, I used to do like a little record label and I quickly realized I don't like running my own record label because I hate mailing stuff. And I learned very, or I always, as you know, an editor of a publication and a writer, I knew how I would want to be approached. So, you know, when people just come with some generic, like, Hey, I think you'll like this. I'm like, Okay. But when, if they're, if they say, Hey, I think you'll, you'll like this, uh, you know, you did this really cool interview with this band about this. I like this part or whatever. At that point, I honestly don't even care if it's fake, at least they put in the work, you know? And I think, you know, that is important. There's nothing, nothing that makes me more frustrated than people messaging me for stuff that is so blatantly obviously irrelevant to me dude i think i'm on a bunch of like fucking fiverr pr lists that fucking idiot musicians buy and nice fucking message me for like their r&b thing and like if i could track down all these motherfuckers like i would but it's like you know they just they it's like that ending scene from jay and silent bob of you tracking down all these (laughs) yeah yeah no it's it's terrible it's like it's it, these people are paying money for this, you know, probably not a lot of money for this list, but, um, and then they email me and then I'm like, what the hell? And I used to try to, you know, get back to them. You know, at one point I had, a, I had half a mind to, you know, do an article about that practice or, you know, I feel like, I don't know, like vice would maybe post something like that. And then I just decided I didn't care enough. Um, but <laughs> I just mark all their emails as spam. <laughs> yeah. So That's then, funny. In the future, 
they're trying to send more emails, their emails are going to f- fucking bounce and go to people's spam folder because I'm like, that's what you're getting because you're literally spamming me. And I used to feel guilty about that. And now I don't because yeah, they got to learn somehow. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Corey, what else do we want to go over with Bradley here? Because we're running low on time. Oh, no, I think we've covered a lot on networking. Just, cool. I mean, it. there's like one rule with networking and that's just don't be a dick. I mean, it's it's pretty simple. And it's a lot harder to be a dick than it is to not be a dick. Mm-hmm. Like it takes more effort to be a dick to somebody. So just just don't do it. <laughs> well, I think one key thing that Bradley brought up earlier is mm-hmm. always try to do something for someone that you're asking something for, even if they're not going to accept it. Like you mentioned, give the gift, offer the gift card, even if they don't accept it. Um, just at least try to do something don't just be that guy that just hits people up like you were saying Corey, wanting something and then ghosting you completely afterwards i i, I think personally I think that's like a key key thing mm-hmm. always try to at least offer something in return for it even if it's just something small the token right mm-hmm. so um any final words bradley mm. no cool <laughs> eventful <laughs> You don't want anybody to check you out on Twitter, Facebook. I'm trying. That was a lead. Listen to any of your bands. Yeah, yeah. I guess people can check me out on the internet. I'm <laughs> at Brad Seed on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I have a professional <laughs> Facebook page, but I don't use it really. Uh, I have a personal Facebook page, but I probably won't accept you unless I know you. <laughs> Uh, nothing personal. It's just that's so I can see my family's posts and yeah. people I know. And there are people on there who I've never met, but we had, you know, more developed online relationships before I made this decision or mm-hmm. whatever. So it's not like a hard and fast rule, but, you know, nothing personal. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, check out every band that I work with, Brand of Sacrifice of sulfur carcosa signs of the swarm carnifex and nightwell i think that's it right now i mean i have i'm I'm in talks with more you know i'm always in talks with more but uh if if you follow me on social media i'm sure you'll see about those kinds of things because i'll be adding more and yeah yeah i guess i don't know i never remember to plug myself (laughs) <laughs> well i'll plug you follow follow bradley on twitter he, he always makes great tweets uh follow him on instagram and if you don't we're gonna come after you and kill you um, i always forget to <laughs> post damn it, on- curtis you're gonna get the fbi after us or whatever the canadian forget- equivalent of the fbi is what were you gonna say Bradley? i always forget to post on instagram i haven't posted since may 13th and before that it was since april 25th and that would like make the last one was just like a shitty meme i made so i'm bad at it i i I mean i post on my story but like i think i've just like elevated like actual posts on my feed to some like status that is like holy and it's like it doesn't matter it's just social media but i'm an idiot so I'm going to start, we're going to start posting memes about you for not posting on Instagram just to, just to guilt you into fucking posting. I mean, shit, at least I'm not fucking smoking a cigar and fucking talking in front of a door all the time. Mad bacon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're going to, end, we're going to end off this podcast now. <laughs> that was the best, that was the best ending. Party on Corey. 
<laughs> party on Curtis, party on Fred. Hell yeah. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help spread the word by leaving us a five-star review on your platform of choice. You can also join the conversation by following us on any social media and suggesting guests or topics you'd like to learn more about. Thanks for listening to C-Squared.